In the name of the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. A reading from Isaiah, the 53rd chapter. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shearers is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and all who shall declare his generation. For he was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people he was stricken, and he made his grave with the wicked." And with the rich in his death, because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. This is the word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mercifully assist us, O Lord God of our salvation, that we may enter upon the contemplation of those mighty acts whereby you have given us life everlasting. Through the sacrifice of your only Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ according to the four Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Pilate then called together the chief priests and the rulers of the people and said to them, You have brought this man before me as one subverting the people. See now, I have examined him before you, and I have found nothing in this man guilty of any of your charges. Again, Pilate addressed them, for he wished to release Jesus. He said to them, What shall I do then with Jesus, who is called Christ? What shall I do with him whom you call King of the Jews? They all cried out, Crucify him. Pilate said to them, Why, what evil has he done? I have found no guilt worthy of death in him. I will therefore punish him and let him go. But they cried out all the louder, Crucify him, crucify him. When Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere, but rather that a riot was underway, he took water and washed his hands before the crowd, saying to them, I am innocent of the blood of this man. See to it yourselves. Then all the people responded, His blood be on us and on our children. Then Pilate, wishing to satisfy the crowd, gave sentence that it should be as they demanded. He released to them Barabbas, for whom they asked, a man who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder. He had Jesus flogged and then gave him over to their will to be crucified. The soldiers mocked him, stripped him of his purple robe, put his own clothes on him, and led him out to crucify him. The soldiers now had charge of Jesus. Carrying his own cross, he went out of the city to a place called Skull Hill, or in Hebrew, Golgotha. There were also two others, criminals, whom they had led along to be put to death with him. When they came to the place called Golgotha, they gave him wine mingled with gall to drink. But when he tasted it, he would not drink it. It was the third hour, and there they crucified him. After this, Jesus knew that all things were accomplished. Fulfilling the scripture, he said, I thirst. There was a jar of wine standing there. One of them immediately ran to get a sponge. He filled it with wine, put it on a reed, held it up to his mouth, and gave it to him to drink. When Jesus had received the wine, he cried out in a loud voice, It is finished. Then he said, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Having said this, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. It was the day of preparation before the Sabbath, and this was Passover Sabbath. Therefore, so that the bodies should not remain on the crosses during the Sabbath, the Jews asked Pilate to have the legs broken and the bodies removed. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who was crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was dead already, they did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and at once there came out blood and water. One who saw it is our witness, 
and his testimony is true. He knows that he tells the truth that you also may believe. These things were done that the scripture should be fulfilled, which says, not one of his bones shall be broken. And again, another scripture says, they shall look on him whom they pierced. By this time, evening had come. A respected member of the council, Joseph of Arimathea, was one who was looking for the kingdom of God, a good and righteous man who had not consented to their purpose and deeds. He was a disciple of Jesus, secretly, for he feared the Jews. Now he took courage and he went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Pilate was astonished that he could be dead already. He called for the centurion and asked him whether Jesus was already dead. When he was assured by the centurion that it was so, Pilate granted Joseph the corpse and commanded that it be given over to him. Joseph bought fine linen and came and took the body of Jesus. Nicodemus came also, bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about a hundred pounds in weight. It was he who had first come to Jesus by night. Then they took the body of Jesus and wrapped it in linen cloths with the spices, as is the burial custom of the Jews. Now in the place where he was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb, where no one had ever been buried. Joseph laid the body in his own new tomb, which he had hewn out in the rock, and rolled a great stone to the door of the tomb and departed. On the next day, the day after the preparation, the chief priests and Pharisees went together to Pilate and they said, Sir, we remember that the imposter said while he was still alive, after three days I will rise again. Therefore command that the sepulcher be made secure until the third day to stop his disciples from coming and stealing him and saying to the people, he has risen from the dead, making the final deception worse than the first. Pilate said to them, you have a guard. Go and make it as secure as you know how. They went and they made the sepulcher secure. They sealed the stone and posted the guard. The passion of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Amen. One of the blessed memories I have of the congregation that I served before coming here to St. Andrew is of a banner that hung in the sanctuary during Lent and throughout Holy Week. This banner depicted Jesus on the cross. And next to the crucifix were four very simple, very powerful words. Even this for me. This love has come from him. This fire of faith has been kindled by him. No war can conquer it. No disease can snuff it out. Nothing in you or in me can extinguish its light and its life. That is the story of this day. 
It is the story of forgiveness out of failure. It is the story of life out of death. It is the story of even this for you and for me. And that is the story of Good Friday. In the name of Jesus, amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, Lamb of God, who by reason of your burning love for us was crucified and shed your precious blood for the redemption and salvation of our souls, look down upon us here, gathered together in remembrance of your sorrowful passion and death, fully trusting in your mercy. Cleanse us by your grace. Bring peace and deliverance to our sufferings. Bless our families and the nations and people who suffer this night, that we may know your grace and peace. 
which is the only true peace. And that by following you, we may persevere in every trial and come at last to the glory of heaven. O good and dearest Jesus, on this night we pause to remember your sacrificial love that shone light into the darkness, that bore life from emptiness, that revealed hope out of devastation, that spoke truth through incrimination, that released freedom in spite of imprisonment, and brought us forgiveness instead of punishment. We thank you that we can now walk in the light of your life. Hope, truth, freedom, and forgiveness this day and every day. Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, have mercy upon us. Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, have mercy upon us. Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, have mercy upon us and grant us your peace. Amen. Together, we join in the prayer that our Lord has taught us. Our oh, Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give, give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Dear brothers and sisters in the Lord, may Christ crucified draw you to himself that you may always find in him a sure ground of faith, a firm support of hope, and the assurance of sins forgiven. May the blessing of Almighty God Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you on this night and forevermore. Amen.